I have found out beat news in depth for you. Good evening and welcome to Outbeat News in Depth. I'm Greg Moralia. Well, YouTube has given rise and notoriety to everyday people who just put themselves out there for the world to see. From politicians to musicians, YouTube has created a stage for people to share their thoughts and ideas with the world. Tonight, we have two YouTube sensations here to share their stories. Davey Wavy mixes comedy and commentary, while local singer and musician Jason Phillips sings his heart out from his apartment right here in Davis, California. Both use YouTube to reach people around the world. Davey Wavy and Jason Phillips share their stories with us next, right after your Outbeat Radio News, for this Sunday, July 26th, 2015. I have found Outbeat Radio News, your source for LGBT news from the North Bay and beyond. The White House has opened its first gender-neutral restrooms in what is being seen as a symbolic step by President Barack Obama to protect the rights of lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender people in the workplace. White House spokesman Jeff Tiller said, quote, The all-gender restroom is in the Eisenhower Executive Office Building, where many employees have meetings and offices, and is next door to the West Wing, which houses the presidential office. The initiative is the latest in a series of actions by President Obama to support the LGBT community. Tiller said in a statement, quote, The White House allows staff and guests to use the restrooms consistent with their gender identity, which is in keeping with the administration's existing legal guidance on the issue. President Obama has taken a firm stand over the past few years on gay and transgender rights. Last year, in a presidential first, Obama used the word transgender in the annual State of the Union address. The Roman Catholic priest fired last spring from Stetton Hall University after posting a pro-LGBT message on his Facebook page says he would like Pope Francis to meet with LGBT Catholics when he visits the U.S. in September. Noting that there will be many demands on the Pope's time, Reverend Warren Hall writes, I ask among all of these things that you find some time to listen to the challenges faced by LGBT people, especially those who are Catholic and wish to remain a part of the church they've grown up with, which they love, and yet which seems to be alienating them more and more. Good teachers are being fired, pastoral and compassionate priests and religious women are being silenced, and good faith-filled people are leaving the church as they witness all of this happening. Hall said, as a gay priest, I am personally experiencing all of these things. Hall says he was fired as director of campus ministry at Stetton Hall, a Catholic school in New Jersey, for having posted a no-hate message on his Facebook. The Archbishop of Newark says and claims that the post raised questions about where he stood with regard to church teachings. Shortly after his firing, he came out as gay. He was told he would have a new assignment in the diocese, but has not received one, and he ceased receiving any salary as of July 1st. And here in California, a police lieutenant at the Stockton Police Department has been placed on leave after writing a letter condemning gay people and the legislation of same-sex marriage and for asking that this letter be published in a local newspaper. Stockton Police Lieutenant Toby Will wrote a letter to the editor of the Stockton Record titled Marriage Ruling Shames God, in which he refers to vile and sinful passions and calls legal same-sex marriage blatant debauchery. Lieutenant Will wrote, quote, When the highest office in the land publicly declares the legitimizing of homosexuality to be a great victory for the nation, you can be sure God is giving the nation over to its own destruction. Will signed the letter with both his rank and employer, and the newspaper editor said that that's exactly how he wanted it to appear in print. Lieutenant Will is being placed on administrative leave, while the fact that he used his police position in the letter is under administrative review. Police Chief Eric Jones told KCRA News that they're looking into whether Will purposely misrepresented the views of the police department by making it seem like his opinion was the views of all the officers there. Meanwhile, Chief Jones and members of the Stockton Police Department are reaching out to the local LGBT community in Stockton, taking time to visit the San Joaquin Pride Center to assure people that they do not share Will's bigoted viewpoint. Chief Jones said, quote, We are responsible for treating everyone equally and equitably. And that's what tonight is all about, us coming down discussing these issues and topics with the community. And last June, we told you about the Sonoma County LGBTI Giving Circle, a nonprofit formed last year that provides grants to local LGBTQI organizations and projects in Sonoma County. In the first year, the group plans to grant up to $50,000. If you're interested in learning more about the Giving Circle and how you can become a member, there will be a series of informational house parties this summer. 
The next one is on August 1st in Santa Rosa, featuring local music, local wine, and beer. For information, contact Steering Committee member Akina Crocker for more information at 707-595-5977. And Sisters Rising, a group of five phenomenal women, including our very own hosts of Living Proof, Dr. Diana Grayer and Sheridan Gold, invite you to their performance at Daisy's Magic Musical Wonderland. Sisters Rising, spoken word, Native American flute, rap, and drumming helps to empower women of all ages. Come and be inspired in Sebastopol on August 8th at 6.30 p.m. Tickets are $12 and $15 at the door. You can learn more on Facebook. Just search for Sisters Rising. And finally, Napa Valley College is now enrolling students in its LGBT studies program. You can take one class or earn a certificate and transfer. Classes meet on Monday nights at 6.30 p.m. starting on August 17th. You can learn more at napavalley.edu. And for more information about LGBT events happening here in the North Bay, go to GaySonoma.com. And for all the latest LGBT news headlines, go to our website at OutBeatNews.com. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter for updates from OutBeat Radio News all week long. For Gary Carnavelli, I'm Greg Moralia. OutBeat Radio News, your source for LGBT news from the North Bay and beyond. In 2006, Davey Wavy launched what is now known as Davey Wavy TV on YouTube with his first 1 minute and 17 second video. He showed the world his apartment, a big smile, and a shirtless physique. Today, Davey has over 900,000 subscribers and has over 250 million views of his videos. Davey Wavy has become quite a YouTube sensation. Davey, welcome to Outbeat News in Depth. Thank you. My pleasure to be here. It's great to have you. And before we talk about Davey Wavy TV, uh, for our listeners who may not have met you before or heard about you, tell us about yourself and your coming out story. Sure. Uh, well, I make uh, YouTube videos, and I've been doing that for about eight years now. So I have, I think, like 800 videos that have been watched like 250 million times around the world. So kind of crazy. Um, How could someone and- not know you but with all that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So um, I came out when I was 17 to uh, to my family. And, I mean, at, at this point in my life, I've heard really, like, every coming out story. And in comparison, mine fairly ordinary and uneventful. Uh, just, you know, a religious family and kind of the typical response that you, you'd expect. Um, but uh, that was a long time ago. And... And I always say that if it took me 17 years to become comfortable enough with my sexuality to come out, you know, I could give my family a little bit of time, too. Mm-hmm. And so I did. And, you know, now at this point in my life, they treat, you know, my boyfriend just like they treat my sister's husband. You know, it's, for them, it's no different. But there's a little bit of a, a learning curve for them and kind of re- and for me. And I think... Um, through that learning experience, it's given me a lot of material to make videos about. Sure. So what part of the country did you grow up in? I, I was I grew up in uh, New England, in Rhode Island, actually. Okay. Yeah. And, and what, you mentioned that you have a religious background. What faith tradition? Yeah, so my family is uh, Catholic. Uh, so when I came out, they actually sent me to the Catholic priest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sending your underage gay son to a Catholic priest might not be the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind for most people, but uh, that's where I went. And I remember the priest telling my family afterwards that uh, the only problem is that I'm I'm too comfortable with who I am. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, so take that for what it is. Yeah, well, times have changed for sure. So yeah. you grew up, you came out, and what brought you to YouTube? You know, I think at this point in time, people uh, start creating YouTube videos with the intent of becoming famous or having an audience or making a lot of money. And um, that's now it's, it's a career path for people. Uh, but when I started eight years ago, YouTube YouTube was not YouTube. You know, it was just this, like, nerdy website that a handful of people were using. And uh, I thought it would be cool to create videos about the stuff that I was doing, uh, not for other people to watch, but so that in 10 or 20 years I could go back and kind of like almost view it as a journal, uh-huh. uh, like some sort of like online diary. 
and it never really occurred to me that other people would tune in or watch. I mean, I'm really, I'm really not that interesting. So <laughs> it turns out, turns out people did tune in. Um, and I think it was like my eighth video. Uh, it was about uh, my neighbor who was, uh, well, for lack of a better, he was pleasuring himself. And uh, I made a video about it and my reaction to it. And uh, like millions of people watched it. And uh started subscribing to my YouTube channel so when I make new videos, like updates. And at some point along the way, it occurred to me that, like, hey, this could be a really cool opportunity to engage folks around more than just, you know, my masturbating neighbor, but um, about uh, other things and issues. And, and at the end of the day, I mean, it's not curing cancer. So uh, we keep it uh, light. And uh, I try to, I call it dipping the, uh, the broccoli and chocolate. So it's like there's good a good message at its core, but kind of packaged in a fun way that people actually want to um, to kind of stomach it because otherwise, like no one wants to be preached to, you know. Sure, sure. So for you, it started out as sort of a, a video blog, and it's evolved into some really cool episodes. I mean, you've had some great guests on yeah. as well that you've interviewed. Talk about some of your favorites. Uh, I just did a video with Steve Grand, um, who was incredible. He's the uh, musician who came out, I think, like two years ago. Right. Um, and he uh, he and I had never worked together, and, and so he came over on like you know Friday night, and I set up my camera, and we did a video, uh, kind of parodying how he's always kind of objectified in in, in the media because he, I mean, he is really sexy, mm-hmm. um, and so we kind of parodied that, and and I completely. Uh, objectified him throughout the entire video while bringing attention to him being objectified in media. It was fun. It was fun. You know, you, someone's going to do it. So, <laughs> I actually heard some friends of mine talking about that one and said that was one that you couldn't miss. So we'll make sure and put that on the website uh, on yeah. Outbeat News for people to kind of check out as an example. Perfect. Uh, but in addition to humor and entertainment, uh, you also try to communicate some messaging here and and some valuable education for the straight world you know talk about some of your philosophy around that and and maybe some of the major themes that you try to get across yeah well it's education not uh, i'd say that it's strong education for the straight world for sure but also for uh for the gay world 70 percent of my audience is gay men um and it's always kind of occurred to me that uh in you know the big scheme of life like i can't go to my parents and ask for advice about being gay. My parents aren't going to teach me how to douche. You know, that's not, that's not something that I'm going to get from them. Uh, and so there's kind of this gap in passing down the wisdom from uh, one gay generation to the next. And I think that YouTube and the Internet is, is kind of um, particularly well-positioned to do that. Uh, so, you know, I'm not... Uh, I can't sing, I can't dance, I'm not particularly, you know, intelligent, but gay is something that I know, and that's what I can do. Mm-hmm. And and so um, I kind of see what I do as a way to kind of pass that that information along. You know, whether it's whether it is douching or or coming out um, or you know accepting yourself or uh, navigating a world that sometimes treats us as less than. Um, so. So that's a part of what I do. And then, yeah, the other piece is that, that other 30% uh, of folks that, that watch my videos is um, a good mix of different demographics, but largely straight people. So I think there's an opportunity there to engage folks and educate folks. I did, like, a um, the Straight Girls Guide to Gay Men um, and had a bunch of my gay friends come in and, and you know, talk about, like, you, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not an accessory. I'm not a handbag. I don't want to be treated like I'm, you know, the latest trend. And no, I don't want to go shopping with you or get my nails done with you. Um, so, so there's a there's an opportunity there on, on a lot of fronts. And um, and again, it's just it's it's taking advantage of it in a way that uh, people don't feel like uh, they don't feel like they're they're being you know preached to. Sure. So who's behind all this? I mean, how do you come up with the ideas, and, and are you working with a staff, or is this really all you? Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of interesting um, the way YouTube works, and I have an assistant um, back in L.A. that I work with kind of on like a per-project basis, 
um, when I need her to, to come on board. But for the most part, it's, it's just me. And I think that's part of why it works so well is because, you know, you look at um, traditional media and how many, like, how big those organizations are and how many tiers there are and how difficult it is for them to be nimble and quick. I could make a video, I could see something today, make a video about it, and publish it in an hour. Um, and I think that's part of what people really love about about YouTube. Um, and there's no one, there's no, you know, kind of middleman. Like, it's, I get to be in charge of my message and my voice. Um, so I think it feels very authentic for folks. Um, so, yeah, it, it really is me, which means working, you know, really long days. And I think that, a lot of people, they just see the YouTube video go up. And, and I love that that's kind of just, you know, there's like a magic to it. But in reality, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. Uh, and, and it often becomes very technical or very legal with contracts and, you know, music royalties. And, I mean, it just becomes a really, um, it's, it's, there's a lot on the back end that people don't see. And I kind of like that. I, I like that. Ooh, new video. Let me go watch it. Right, but you have an appreciation for all of the editing and all of the hours of work that goes in behind a show. I can truly appreciate that. Uh, yeah, for sure. yeah. You have to be you have to be your your own editor, your own writer, um, your own producer. Uh, you know, fortunately, like I have my mom; she's a bookkeeper and she does all my accounting. Um, but there was a point where I had to do my own accounting too, and um, it's it's really you have to be reasonably good at a lot of things i think to make it work right right but it does give you a lot of control you know as you mentioned mm -hmm. and and a lot of flexibility um and and you are gaining some really amazing visibility uh that's expanded into some other areas we saw you hosting co-hosting the san francisco gay pride parade last year on on uh, coffee tv yeah. Yeah. uh talk about some of the other opportunities you've had as a result of doing the youtube stuff yeah well most recently i launched uh, an underwear line called Dirty Fit uh, through my YouTube channel, which, you know, given that 70% of my audience is gay men and we tend to have a certain affinity for underwear, uh, and it's probably one of the few garments that I actually do wear on a regular basis. <laughs> I'm often in some state of undress, so uh, it seems like a really good fit. And uh, so I, I, from start to finish, designed a, um, a line of underwear that we uh, made in, in Los Angeles uh, and launched it, and, and people were really into it. Uh, and so that's been really successful. Uh, and then, yeah, there have been TV opportunities, but for me it's kind of, it's always, um, I think TV is trying to wrap their uh, kind of minds around what YouTube is and how they can work with it. Uh, I think on some level they recognize that uh, it, it represents the future, um, but no one has really kind of cracked the code for, mm -hmm. for making YouTube work on TV. And in a lot of the things that I have done, uh, it's like you give up a lot of that control um, when you go on TV. And for me, it's like it's, it's fewer eyeballs, <laughs> it's, uh, it's less money, and it's less control. So I think while a lot of people still view TV, going from YouTube to TV uh, as like a step forward, I feel like it's kind of a step back in some ways. So um, I'm just very mindful about the, the opportunities on TV that I take advantage of. Sure. So where do you see this heading? Uh, what are your hopes for your future? You know, <laughs> it's, it's, I get asked that question a lot. And like five years ago, I would have never been able to envision that I'd be at where I'm at. Um, so I think I kind of suffer from a lack of imagination when it comes to uh, envisioning the next five or ten years. Um, I do think that, uh, in general, I'll probably be more behind the camera than in front of it. I've, I've really enjoyed, um, you know, I made 800 videos, and I've said a lot of what I want to say. <laughs> but I enjoy bringing other people on board and using my platform to give other people a voice. Uh, so I think that's kind of the um, the kind of shift that I'm making in my content. And also, you know, I've figured out the formula that works for myself. And I think there's a huge opportunity to um, help other content creators find their voice and their audience. Um, so uh, probably more on the management front as well. Fantastic. 
And you mentioned yeah. you have a boyfriend. Um, so talk about talk about your future personally. I mean, do you envision a family with kids and the white picket fence? Oh Lord, you sound like my mom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just I am just putting one foot in front of the other. Yeah, I, I do have a boyfriend. Uh, it's been a little over a year that we've been together, um, and yeah, I mean, we're just trying to. Uh, it, I mean, it's still so new, and we're exploring who we are and what we want, and. Um, being in Austin, Texas, which is where I am right now, uh, for a month together is our first time really being in the same space for that long. Um, so we'll see how that goes and, uh, and kind of go from there. But, um, I, I, <laughs> white ticket sense and kids, I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, we'll, yeah. we'll follow you one video at a time. How's that? Yeah. I think I'm too self-centered to, 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 or selfish to have kids because then I can't like travel the world and film all this great stuff. Um, so I, I might hold off on that for, um, for, for a little while. Fair enough. So tell us where people can go to see Davy Wavy TV and learn more about you and the work that you're doing. Yeah, well, the easiest place to go uh, is really just right on YouTube, um, and you can just type in Davy Wavy, and my channel uh, will come right up, and you can check out the hundreds and hundreds of videos, and there will go your afternoon. <laughs> and probably more than that, uh, yeah. what should what should listeners look for in terms of some of the next episodes? Anything you want to share? Um, well, I just got back from Life Cycle, which is a 545-mile bike ride from San Francisco to Los Angeles to raise money for HIV AIDS. Um, and uh, I was invited to do it as part of the media team for Life Cycle. And I filmed a really incredible story of uh, a husband and wife that were doing the ride in memory of their son who, um, in 2013, at the age of 28, died of AIDS. Um, and you always hear the narrative that, that, you know, it's not a death sentence and that, you know, there's treatments, and, and there are, and it shouldn't be a death sentence, but there still are people that, um, that fall through the cracks and, you know, this is a family in a very rural, small town in Texas that um, wasn't able to get uh, their son the care that he needed, and the healthcare professionals, you know, it went undiagnosed for a long time. So it's a really incredible um, and important story. So that's going to be coming out in the next uh, week or two. So stay tuned for that. Fantastic. Well, we've been yeah. talking with YouTube sensation Davey Wavy. Thanks for all the entertainment, the laughs, but also for all the good work that you're doing, educating not only our community, but the straight world. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Thank you for, uh, for tuning in. And we'll be back with Jason Phillips and more right after this. There are more than 2,000 people living with HIV and AIDS in Sonoma County. 500 of them don't know they have it, so neither do their partners. If you've ever suspected you've been exposed to HIV and want to know whether you're carrying the virus that could lead to AIDS, there's a place you can be tested for free, confidentially, and anonymously with results in just 20 minutes. Call face-to-face -face at 544-1581 or visit f2f.org. We want you to know your status. We're not born with pride. We're not born knowing where our life will lead, the obstacles we'll face, the joy we'll find, the heartbreaks we'll feel. We're not born knowing these milestones are also stepping stones in helping us find our footing in what we stand for and who we'll stand by in searching for the words that help us find our voice. To be heard, to be seen, to belong, accepted for how we live, respected for who we love, and that what we overcome gives power and shape to what we become. We're not born with pride. We take pride. Pride in celebrating who we were born to be.
If you're just joining us, you're listening to Outbeat News In-Depth on KRCB-FM Windsor-Santa Rosa, Radio 91. I'm Greg Moralia. Well, unfortunately, our next guest, Jason Phillips, took ill at the very last minute and could not be with us live tonight. But we're going to share some of his music anyway and share an interview we did with him back in 2012. Jason is still a student at UC Davis studying psychology, and he's still making great music and uploading it all to YouTube. Say I'm a dreamer. Oh, 
Tonight, I am totally excited to have live in our studio a young man that I met on Facebook, of all places, uh, Jason Phillips. And he is a student at UC Davis, currently studying psychology. And ever since he's a toddler, the world has been his stage. He's really taken every opportunity he can to sing and perform. He's been able to perform at uh, various locations throughout the Bay Area, on stages, and he's also created his own YouTube station. Uh, to feature some of his music. So, Jason, welcome to Outbeat Youth. Thank you very much. Thank you. Well, it's great to have you here. Uh, And you're going to perform a couple of songs a little bit later on, but uh, first, give us a sense. Tell us a little bit about yourself and and where you grew up. Well, um, I grew up in the Bay Area in a very, very, very small uh, town slash city (laughs) called Castro Valley. Um, You know, only one high school and two middle schools. So, um, very very small town, and uh, I went went to school there from you know kindergarten all the way up until I graduated, and um, yeah, that's that's where I grew up. Yeah, pretty much surrounded though by the Bay Area. I mean, that's it's not like it's an isolated little town. Right, right. You're next to Oakland and sure. you know Hayward, and, you know on the other side of San Francisco, and so it's it's you're surrounded by by madness all the time. Yeah, definitely in the heart of the Bay Area. So you seem to be so drawn to music and performance, but. What drew you to psychology? Well, I've always had an interest in psychology. Um, just I find a fascination with, you know, different disorders and kind of figuring out how people work. And, you know, um, that was really a field of interest before I got into the whole music thing, which is, I mean, I've been singing and performing stuff for my whole life, but I haven't really done it in front of people for that long. So I, 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 I didn't really do that until sophomore year of high school when I was doing a musical and stuff like that. So uh, psychology kind of stuck as music is, you know, slowly pushing its way into my uh, field of interest, sure. too. Sure. Yeah. Well, let's get back to your music a little bit. Uh, what, what drew you to music? When did you start singing? Well, like I said, I have home videos of me singing, you know, standing on the fireplace, singing in front of my family. But in terms of in front of people... Um, I did my first musical when I was young, and I thought it was good. Um, looking back at that, I wasn't really good. Uh, I've definitely gotten better since eighth grade, but that's kind of when I started singing out loud. You know, I was always a little scared to to sing in front of other people. I was friends with a lot of people in high school that were in choir and did musical theater. I didn't know how I was in terms of talent compared to them, but throughout high school, I would get more and more confident as i felt my voice getting stronger and you know more experienced and then by junior senior year of high school um end of sophomore years when i started singing out loud all the time you know in class in the hallways and so i would say middle of high school is when i when i really started doing it live you know out loud in front of people not just in my bedroom so now did you get any professional training ever or is it all self-taught um i play piano and a guitar and a few other instruments, which are self-taught. That's just me fiddling, you know, with instruments in my bedroom or watching videos on YouTube. Um, I had uh, voice lessons. Uh, I was doing a musical, and I was playing the lead character, and I required a lot of work, so I went to a voice teacher that's in my area, uh, Matthew Leibowitz, and he was giving me voice lessons on the side of my rehearsals to learn the music better and that kind of thing. And then after the musical was over, after the run was finished and the show closed, um, I started you know, taking more voice lessons. So I've, I've taken voice lessons in the past few though. Um, now that I'm in college, no, I'm just kind of on my own. Okay. Yeah. Well, you've certainly got a wide variety of music on your YouTube channel and, uh, you've brought a couple of songs to do for us tonight. So yes, let's, yes. let's hear one of them. The first one that you're going to do is Jason Mraz's I'm yours. All righty. Done, done me and you bet I felt it Tried to be chill, you're so hot that I melted I fell right through the cracks And now I'm trying to get back 
before the cool done run out I'd be giving it my bestest Nothing gonna stop me but divine intervention Reckon it's again my turn To win some or learn some But I won't hesitate no more No more It cannot wait I'm yours Open up your mind and see like me Open up your plans and you're free Look into your heart and you'll find A love, a love, a love, a love Listen to the music of the more people dance and sing We're just one big family And it's our God-forsaken right to be love, 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 love So I won't hesitate no more no more, it cannot wait. I'm sure there's no need to complicate our time. It's short, this is our time. I'm yours. It's been way too long checking my tongue in the mirror Bending over backwards just to try to see clearer But my breath fogged up the glass So I face and I laughed Guess what I'd be saying is there ain't no better reason Rid yourselves of vanities and just go with the season It's what we aim to do Our name is our virtue But I won't hesitate No more, no more It cannot wait. I'm sure there's no need to complicate our time. It's short. This is our fate. I'm yours. Awesome. Awesome. Very nice. Thank you. Thank you. Very nice. Well, I understand you perform live at some clubs. <laughs> right, uh, right. Some venues. Tell us about that. Uh, there's a... Uh, piano bar in Sacramento, um, right right in the middle of downtown called uh, Headhunters. And on Tuesday nights, in, um, I sing for their piano bar that they have there. And it's just me with a, a piano player. And, you know, I can sing anything from Beatles to Lady Gaga. And, and uh, you know, the, the audience varies in terms of small crowds to, you know, a packed audience. And then on Saturdays, I also perform there alongside... Um, Another singer uh, named Gail Vaughn, who's who's a pretty big local celebrity, and um, so I, I get to sing live all the time, practice different songs, and with an incredible piano player, uh, Jim Jordan, who is fantastic, and um, it's a really really good place to kind of sing in front of people and get feedback and see, sing live on a on a regular basis. So. I mean, that's like a professional setting. What was that like for you the first time you got up there in front of a crowd and did that? Um, it was a little, uh, it was a little scary. Um, cause most of my, you know, singing is, you know, on the internet. So it was a little scary doing it in front of people. But once I realized that I was getting good feedback and, you know, I was, I was using professional equipment the piano player was playing alongside with me and it was, it was, I learned, you know, it learned to be fun. So, um, ended up losing the nerves quite quickly and, and it's, one of my favorite days of the week. It is my favorite day of the week now to go there. So, so you're there every Tuesday night. Every Tuesday night, yeah. And give us the name of the venue one more That's time. Headhunters. Headhunters in Sacramento. Yeah. And I'm sure they're on the internet, so people can find the oh, address yeah, if totally. they want to come. What time do you typically start? They they start anywhere from seven thirty to eight, and go anywhere from you know eleven thirty to twelve, depending okay. on how many people show up. And yeah, very nice. Well, I know on your YouTube channel you have a number of, of covers that you've done of, of a whole wide range of artists, but you've also started to produce a lot of your own new original music. Tell right. us about that. Well, um, I've written a couple songs. Um, there's you know occasionally a time where I'll be sitting and I'll be going th- through a thought process in my head and think to myself, oh, that's a really good idea for a song, and I'll just sit and start writing. I usually do the lyrics first, and uh, the song that was played earlier, Starting Over, is uh, a song that I wrote that you know, um, kind of allows anyone to 
put their self into my position, I think, in that song. It's something that anyone can relate to about, you know, going through something and wanting to start over and, and you know, erasing all the bad memories. And then it's another song that I wrote called Memories, which is, um, you know, about uh, good memories through a bad event, you know, something that ended poorly, which is a relationship and um, stuff like that. So I, I like to write songs that other people can relate to that aren't too personal, that have a personal touch, but everyone can still kind of add their own spice to and add their own uh, reflection and memories to. So Right. So is there a CD that's in the works? Uh, I mean, I thought about it. Um, I would need to start writing a lot more music. You know, I only have three or four songs, and, you know, um, I, I would... There'd be a lot to figure out, um, you know, get a professional engineer to come record for me and how to sell it and stuff like that. So I thought about it, and I would definitely like to in the future, but right now it's not yet. But your original songs, including the one we heard on our music break tonight, are available for download on iTunes, Correct. right? Yeah. Well, that's a great start. That's yeah. a place, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Very, very good. Um, well, we're going to have you do another song here in just a second, but you know, there's a, there's a question I think that that just makes sense. Have, your career is just beginning to blossom now. Have you ever thought about going on American Idol or uh, The Voice? Um, yes, <laughs> uh, I was actually considering doing it the next opportunity I have. Um, a lot of the times in the last couple of years, I've I've thought about it and then not really, you know, not really kept going through with the process and i ended up missing the auditions or they're in a faraway city i've really wanted to do it soon because um, i think it would be a good experience uh you know to find out how i actually match with you know other people around the country um so i'm thinking i'm thinking of doing it soon yeah definitely which one um i want to audition for uh i'd want to do the x factor or america's got talent oh really just because um, I think there's more opportunities to come out of those. American Idol is kind of slowing down, I think. I don't really watch the show anymore. The Voice would be fun, too, but that's a little bit, bit of a different dynamic that I don't really like. So probably one of those two I'd uh, most likely audition for soon. Simon Cowell, huh? Yeah, I, I want to be friends with Simon Cowell. <laughs> well, let's hear another song for uh, from you. This one's going to be a mashup. Uh, this is Call Me Maybe from Carly Rae Jepsen and Payphone from Maroon 5. Right. Soul for a wish, then knees and dimes for a kiss. I wasn't looking for this, and now you're in my way. Your stare was holding, ripped jeans, skin was showing. Hot night wind was blowing. Where you think you're going, baby? Hey, I just met you, and this is crazy. But here's my number, so call me maybe. It's hard to look right at you, baby. But here's my number. So call me maybe I know it's hard to remember The people we used to be It's even not heard a picture But you're not here next to me Say it's too late to make it But is it too late to try And in our time that you wasted All of our bridges burned down And I've wasted my nights You've turned out the lights And now I'm paralyzed Still stuck in that time When we called it love But even the sunsets in paradise I'm at a payphone trying to call And all of my pain I spent And on you Where are the times gone, baby? It's all right Where are the plans we made for two? If happy ever after did exist I would still be holding you like this All those fairy tales are full of it one more stupid love song, I'll be sick Turn your back on tomorrow you forgot yesterday I give you my love to borrow But you just gave it away Isn't too late to make it But is it too late to try? And in our time that you wasted All of our bridges far down And I'm wasting my nights You've turned out the lights And now I'm paralyzed And I'm at a payphone trying to call 
All of my change I spend on you Through a wish and a well Don't ask me, I'll never tell I'm to you as it felt And now you're in my way Treating my soul for a wish Knees and dimes for a kiss I wasn't looking for this And now you're in my way And I'm at a payphone Trying to call And all of my change I spend on you Very nice. Very nice. Thank you very much. And I've noticed you've got several melodies that you've done on your YouTube channel or, or some mashups. How do you put those songs together? Uh, I mean, I, I sing a lot um, in the car and the radio. And, you know, I'll hear, I'll hear a song and then all of a sudden another song will pop into my head that, you know, kind of fits. And I'll put them together and then I'll go home and figure out how to play it on guitar so that the two mash up, if you will. And... It, it actually isn't as hard as people think. Um, it's, you know, a lot of songs nowadays follow the same chords and so, follow the same notes. So it's not that hard, actually. So who's your favorite artist? Um, I would say probably, I really, really like Maroon 5 just because I like their songs recently. In the past, definitely Jason Mraz. Um, any, any, I listen to mainstream pop music now. Anything that's on the radio, pop music is my favorite artist at the time. So yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have a specific answer. Variety is the spice of life for sure. So tell us what your, what's your, what's your vision of your future here? I mean, you've got the psychology thing working at UC Davis and, and this wonderful music that uh, you're producing. Where do you want to go? Um, you know, people ask me that question all the time. Oh, do you want to be a professional singer? Do you want to be a doctor? What do you want to do right now? I don't really know. Um, the music business, the theater business, um, you know, the, the Broadway network, it's very, very competitive. And um, it's its hard to build up a goal in that sort of field because I know how competitive it is and I wouldn't want to fail drastically. So what will probably end up happening is I'll, I'll finish college, um, I'll get a degree, and I will work in that field and then probably – pursue something related to music at the same time i don't want to drop everything and just go music because there's a bigger chance to fail that way you know there's the whole people you know people i say oh you know follow your dream but i also want to be realistic too i mean i would say i'm i'm good not to sound conceited but i'm not the best in the world and i don't think anyone would 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 you know deny that and so i think that pursuing music by itself would be risky and not very intelligent of me so probably something related to psychology or you know something like that and then do music on the side and see what happens there i mean what a great hobby to have something yeah where you can really you know exercise your passion you know and, and produce and you've certainly been fruitful uh, as, as evidence on the youtube channel which we'll get to in a second but i want to take a couple minutes before we go tonight um and ask you for your advice for college students. You know, we have a lot of students from all over the country that are attending a variety of colleges, some very accepting of who they are and many others who aren't very accepting of who they are. Give us your advice about college and about being out or coming out in college. So going into college was, was a little scary. It was hard to, um, you know, think about what people are going to do. You know, am I supposed to go in there and be op an open book from the beginning? Am I supposed to keep everything a secret? You know, high school was a little, was a little rough with, with, um, you know, the, the pretty, pretty far right wing community that I lived in. So I kind of kept my mouth shut there, but going in, going into college, yeah, there's going to be bullying everywhere you go, but going into college, I, I, I learned quickly that people are a lot more interested in people as people and not their orientation or political views and stuff like that, stuff like that. It's, it's more of, you know, they're more liberal in college. They don't, they don't care. <laughs> you know, I, I, I go to UC Davis, which is a very, very, very liberal school. So, um, but my experience there, you know, it's, I did a musical where I played a, a gay character and there's never any joking. There's never any laughing. It's just, you're there to be a part in a musical, you know, there's LGBT centers all over the place there, you know, stuff like that. And, and people, you learn quickly that there are people in this world that look at you as a person and not, you know, about your sexual orientation. And if you do have trouble, I mean, I volunteered at 
a LGBT center, the Sacramento Gay and Lesbian Center, which is very, very awesome. You know, it's one of the great resources um, for the LGBT community, for the community. And, you know, they, they have their centers everywhere you are. Um, and, you know, my friend Shara Perkins is the exec direct, director, and she's very passionate about about finding youth who who don't feel like they have a place to go to and you know she's the door the door is is open to everyone so everywhere you go i feel like there's support and i learned that quickly in college and so i don't think there's anything to worry about in that transition from high school to college. so before we go tell us where people can go to look at your videos and listen to your music um, you could go to iTunes and, and type in Jason Phillips, but the best way is to go to YouTube and either type in Jason Phillips music or just Jason Phillips or my YouTube channel is Acafella11. You shout it loud. I can hear a word you say I'm talking loud, not saying much I'm criticized, but all your bullets ricochet I'm talking loud, not saying much to lose fire away fire away ricochet you take your aim fire away fire away you shoot me down but I won't fall I am titanium you shoot me down but I won't fall I am titanium Down, but it's you who have further to fall. Ghost town, haunted love. Raise your voice, sticks and stones may break my bones. I'm talking loud, not saying much. Bulletproof, nothing to lose Fire away, fire away Ricochet, you take your aim Fire away, fire away You shoot me down, but I won't fall I am titanium You shoot me down, but I won't fall I am titanium I am titanium Stone heart, machine guns Fired at the ones who run Stone heart, as bulletproof collapse Stone hard machine guns fired at the ones who run. Stone hard as bulletproof glass. You shoot me down, but I won't fall. I am titanium. You shoot me down, but I won't fall. I am titanium. I won't fall. I am titanium. You shoot me down, but I won't fall. I am titanium. 
That was Jason Phillips with his version of Titanium. And you were listening to an interview with Jason we aired back in November of 2012. Well, that brings us to the end of our hour. My thanks to our guests tonight, Davey Wavy and Jason Phillips. Jason, we hope you feel better. If you'd like to watch Davey or Jason's YouTube videos, we have links on our website at OutBeatNews.com. Just click on show notes at the top of the page. And at that same place, you'll find links to all of our past shows. You can listen to them on demand anytime there or on our iTunes channel. Don't forget to check out the new KRCB mobile app, now available for iPhones, iPads, and Android devices. You can now listen to your favorite KRCB shows anywhere in the world with internet access. Stay connected to KRCB and Outbeat Radio News by downloading our mobile app now at the iPhone and Android App Store. I'll be back next month with another edition of Outbeat News in Depth. Be sure to tune in next Sunday night to Outbeat Radio's Living Proof with Sheridan Gold and Dr. Diana Grayer. That's at 8 p.m. and only here on KRCB Radio. In the meantime, have a great week, and thanks for spending your Sunday night with us. Outbeat News in Depth is hosted and produced by Greg Moralia exclusively for KRCB Radio. You can listen to our shows on demand on iTunes and on our website at OutbeatNews.com. And be sure to follow us all week long on our Facebook page and Twitter feed for the latest LGBT news from here in the North Bay and beyond. You're listening to KRCB-FM, Windsor, Santa Rosa, Radio 91, always live at krcb.org. It's just before 9 p.m. Stay with us. Open Space District is next.